Standard disclaimer. Always Never Right is in no way, shape, or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out guiltiest sin assholes. With that in mind, on to our show. Hello, everybody. Welcome today. Um, welcome to Always Never Right, episode five. I'm Jillian Farrell. I'm Gina Biggs. Um, this is a podcast for Gen Xers who are entering middle age and want to know what the fuck is going on and how did we get here. Tonight, we're going to talk about dressing for a different body. You may remember that in a previous episode, we talked about how we were kind of former fatties who'd had gastric surgeries and have lost basically a fuck ton of weight. I lost about 150, about 140 pounds. Gina's already lost how much? As of today, 134. And you've got what? 30 pounds left. You're almost there. I'm almost there. Yeah. So close. Um, first, before we get started though, Tonight's cocktail that you'd like to drink with us, we are having the Black Orchid. This is Gina's choice. Um, tell us, how did you find this cocktail? Okay, I found this cocktail when one of my dear friends was celebrating her 50th birthday, and she got five of her friends together, and we all went to New York for a week, and it was fucking amazing. And this is what happens when you're an adult. You can have friends who can afford to take five friends to New York with them. So, good <laughs> I hope um, so. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll be an adult, maybe. <laughs> I know it's really fun. Um, but we went to she. She's like the old, well, one of the ultimate event planners. I can't say the ultimate because I'm also looking at one of the ultimates. But um, <laughs> she put together this like whole week of activities and had a binder ready so we could flip through what we were going to do through the day and everything. And and many of the days included going to a Broadway show followed by drinks at a bar. And one of the nights, I can't remember which Broadway play it was after. It might have been after, it doesn't matter, but Book of Mormon, which was fucking hilarious. Um, We went to Bar 65, New York City's highest terrace bar um, in the Rainbow Room, which is in 30 Rockefeller Plaza. And it was super fun. It was super fucking fun. There was no one famous there, but it was still awesome. And I, we had the Black Orchid for the first, for the first time. And it was amazing. And I managed to find the recipe easily online, which is happy. And I've been making it steadily for the last uh, two and a half years since, because it's beautiful. So the black or as you guys remember, last month we did bourbon and this month we're switching to vodka and we'll probably do the orange flavored vodka because I bought a giant bottle of it just because, well, (laughs) giant bottle. And since we were doing this cocktail tonight, I thought, well, if we just do a giant bottle, then we could just drink the orange flavored vodka the whole time. So basically this is, um, we're bougie and we're doing Grey Goose L'Orange. Grey Goose will make a girlfriend, Luce. (laughs) Okay. That was a lot. (laughs) She did a dance when she did that. (laughs) 
It's Fergie. So, I'll shut up now. This is Grey Goose Lorange, Creme de Violet, which you literally can get at just your normal liquor store. Um, like a, a little bit bigger liquor store. Um, simple syrup, peach bitters, and lemon juice. It has a lot of lemon juice. Not like peel your teeth lemon juice, but it definitely has a lot of citrus in it. But this is super, super tasty drink. Even tea liked it. So um, we will publish the recipe as usual on our website, which is alwaysneverwrite.com. And I think you guys will enjoy that. Yep. Alwaysneverwrite.com, is that correct? Alwaysneverwrite.com and anrpodcast.com. I reserve both of them because I was thorough. She's very thorough. That's what I do. Anyhow, (laughs) so that's what's happening tonight. I've already had like probably a a whole drink. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm like... I'm like halfway through this thing and, and it was a double because that's gonna, how I roll. I poured a double too. I was going to say I'm only a third through, but I forgot I refilled it early on. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I just want to mention for the audience how much I end up cutting out of these episodes, the further along we get. Um, but you know, it's, it's all worth it. It's fine. Yeah, apparently there was one episode where we just both kept going. I'm so drunk. I'm so drunk. <laughs> Yeah, I cut out about five minutes of that. Uh, so, but, you know, that's okay. Hold on. It's okay. We can do that. It's all good. That's right. Have a drink with us. It'll be fun. Um, maybe someday we'll give you like a bloopers and outtakes reel or something like that. Maybe not. We'll just have like one whole episode of just like, I'm so drunk. It could be called the I'm so drunk vacation episode. It's when we're both on vacation and we just publish I'm so drunk. That could be, oh my gosh. That could be what we have for our Patreon donors. So you want to know what? Millie is out in the pool right now. She's like, I'm going to go put my feet in the pool. I'm like, no, no. Really? She actually got in the pool yesterday for like 15 minutes. I saw that on Facebook. Damn, how hot is it in Dallas? Today it was 80. Holy hell. Wow. Most we did today was go to the zoo because it hit the 60s. It was 80 today. Nice. I like living here. Plus, we went and had the best tacos today and sat out on the patio. Oh, where did you have the best tacos? Oh, well, today it was just like a chain. Oh, okay. Okay. It wasn't any place awesome. Okay. It, was a chain. it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like Taco Bell. <laughs> okay. I'm like, don't at me, Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, I guess no offense to Taco Bell. It serves its purpose. But if you went there, you did not have the best tacos. Absolutely. You know what? The best thing I ever ate in my whole life was right after my surgery when I very first got out of, like, oh. the, like when I first got into the pureed stage. And I went to Taco Bell and I got the pintos and cheese. Oh, that was the best, beautiful, most wonderful tasting thing I ever ate. I thought I had died and gone to heaven. Oh, Oh, the soft food stage is the best. Didn't you just think you just, it was wonderful. And one night right after surgery, so I was still on the pureed food. I was like still on the soup stage. We went to see Hannibal Burris, who is my favorite <gasps> comedian. He's oh, he's awesome. Hilarious. Hannibal, you can come on our show anytime you want. Oh, fuck anytime. yes. Absolutely. You're, you're a beautiful soul. Please join us. <laughs> I love you. I love you. You might even be like my exception, maybe. <laughs> um, 
But we went to see him in um, a city in the Midwest and stopped at this restaurant. Like, I researched it ahead of time. I knew they had soup. So I decided, okay, well, I'll go get the lobster bisque. And I had been just pretty much eating broth and crap like that up until then. (gasps) Oh, it was so beautiful. I mean, I could only eat, like, five bites. But, oh, it changed my life that night. It was so amazing. I remember when you told me pintos and cheese were okay, which, by the way, was what I ate after my senior prom, which is a whole other story. <laughs> I probably, we're going to need to explore that. We're going to need to <laughs> that in a minute. Okay. But, yeah. But Didn't man, pintos and cheese was, like, incredible. It, it tasted like mushy heaven, and I was so happy, and I put extra it's cheese on it. so much flavor, right? Yes. Flavor. When everything you've had is like milk and other stuff for two and weeks. you don't even realize that it doesn't have flavor. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even realize because you eat it and you just eat it and it's fine. And I ate the shit out of some popsicles and those fruit pops that are like sugar-free, but they're like, they're delicious. What's it? Outburst or something like that. Oh, yes. Um, what are they called? Outshine. Or- outshine. Yes. I think that's it. Outshine. Yeah. But they're delicious. I mean, it's like basically pureed fruit, yeah. frozen, so good. And those were lovely and wonderful. And I ate the shit out of those. I would just sit and eat those because it would take me like basically until they were melted to eat the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, a premier protein shake would take all morning to drink. Oh, it would take me hours to finish one of those. It was yeah. insane. I know. And remember when I told remember when I told you how tired you would be and you like didn't I I couldn't emphasize it enough and you're like yeah 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 I'll be tired it's I get it <laughs> I, I I was so fucking dumb because I pretty much slept the first month mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and then at four weeks it's like all of a sudden you go oh okay I'm not nearly as tired as I was last week that's so Got weird. It. Although when I went back to work, I was still dry heaving in meetings, but everyone was very understanding about it. When I, <laughs> which is a beautiful place about. I work That's for the, super gross. I work for the best company now. They are so understanding about so many things. <laughs> so, okay. So anyway. we we're going to talk about dressing a different body. That's right, which has nothing to do with pintos and cheese. And- it kind of does, though. I mean, it kind of does. So as you start eating different food and you lose all this weight... And you're stuck in this body that you don't recognize because you lose so so much weight so fast. I know. Like I lost, I lost 40 pounds in a month. I lost another 30 pounds after that in like no time at all. I had literally lost basically a hundred pounds in six months. Damn. So, and I didn't buy a lot of clothes because, you know, I had a bunch of stuff from when I was gaining weight. So I basically just wore what I wore. And again, let me remind our beautiful listeners, I work from home. So I wear a t-shirt and jeans. All I needed to buy was a pair of jeans every once in a while as I was going down in weight. And surprisingly enough, it doesn't really matter what size jeans you wear. If they're not too small for you, you can keep them up somehow. If they're not too, too, too big for you. So if you are a size, you start out at a size 22, you can keep wearing those 22s until you're about, mm, I'll say an 18. When you're an 18, you buy like the 18s and then you can keep wearing those till you're about a size almost a 12. 
14, hmm. 14 maybe, two yeah. sizes down. Because for some reason they just stay up, especially if you buy the kind that are stretchy. Mm. But like I never even knew that yoga pants, I didn't know that yoga pants sizes were different. And the thing that was the weirdest, and I know I told you this, was trying to buy underpants. Oh my gosh. Because underpants are completely different when you're a fat girl than they are when you're not. When you're When you're heavy, underpants are the size that you are. If you're a size 18, if you're a size 22, that's the size underpants you buy. That makes complete logical sense. Absolutely logical. So when I was a size 22, that's the size underpants I wore. When I was a size 20, that's the size underpants I wore. Then when I was a size whatever size I was, because I didn't know because I wasn't wearing the right size pants anyway, (laughs) but my underpants would like completely fall down if I would not if I would have like a nightgown on and I'd walk my underpants would literally fall off and I'm like I guess I need new underpants <laughs> that's usually a sure sign right I thought well maybe they're just stretched out no it wasn't that it was just that I actually needed new underwear yeah so you get to the point where you're walking and they're filing down and they're like kind of around your knees you think <laughs> all right well I should get new ones go to the store and their sizes are six, seven, and eight. I know. It makes no logical sense. It doesn't even make sense at all. Like I'm not an eight, but eight is for 12 and 10 and seven is for eight and six and six is for four. And I don't, I don't even know. I still don't know. They're fucking with our heads and it's wrong. It's and they don't sell them in like the sizes that you are. What's no. that about? I have been, I, I looked at, I was going to start buying my stuff at Victoria's Secret just because I could. And I looked at the sizes and I got so fucking confused. I just bought the smallest sizes at Lane Bryant I could find and everything because I still understand those. Do you just panic? That's what I, I do when I go yes. to places. I still, I still go places and I'm like, I, I just panic a little bit and. I just buy what I know. <laughs> like I, know. I go, I go to the, like, I haven't ever bought pretty underpants yet. Cause I go to target and I'm like, I don't, I can't, uh, but I don't. And so I just go and I look on the Hanes packages and they have like the old lady panties. Like I don't get the, <laughs> like the giant briefs or anything, but underpants are the hardest because you go in and you buy, they come in like sizes that the number isn't the number that you wear. Like, I think I'm about a size eight in jeans right now. And this is fine for me. I'm, I'm fine with this. But that's not the size of underpants that I wear. I know. And it's it's confusing as hell. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to just make it a point to memorize my hip measurement. Because I'll never get it on my no waist. I don't even have a tape measure, I don't think. TJ Maxx has tape measures now that they're like paper. Oh, bless them. <laughs> That's huge. Cause it's so hard to, it's hard to keep up. But I, I'm just, I've noticed that every time I like, when I order, I still order some stuff online from time to time. I always check the measurements and I, I actually have been spreadsheeting my measurements cause I have it set up. So it does this whole bar graph thing. So I can watch the little line yeah. go down. Yeah. Uh, and so too. Yeah, well, I I 
love spreadsheets. They're kind of nice happy. Still nice pictures. It's nice. I make it a visual representation of my weight loss and all the inches going down. It makes me happy. It keeps me motivated and makes me remember what my hip measurement is because that's what I can use as my guide for buying shit. You that's... can also use it when you order on eShakti. Oh, good point. Eshakti is badass because you can order whatever. Is it Eshakti or Eshakti? I always said Shakti. Okay. Like chakra. Uh, oh, I never thought about that. But that is right. I always said Shakti because Shack. Because mm. I don't think they're related. Probably not. But, you know, my head on them. True. But, well, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking of how I grew up. So. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> But we digress. But yes, shopping at this point, especially when you're not used to what your body looks like anymore and what sizes it are, it is. Oh, fuck. That didn't take long. It's um, so hard, man. Because when I was fat, when I was fat, 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 it was so easy because <laughs> <laughs> I had certain brands I knew would work and I knew it would work in certain sizes. So I would just, I quit going out to go shopping. I would just go online and hunt sales. And every time I saw like, okay, I know if I see a Tahari size 24 suit, I can order that and it will fit perfectly. And it always did because it's a reliable brand. Uh So that's what I did. But that also made it easier because I could very much narrow my search, online searching. This is what I was telling you. Remember when I first lost the weight and you were still fat and I was like, this is so hard. I can't shop. It's so hard. I don't even know what to do. And I would go someplace and I'd walk into a store and there's two, there's two pieces of it that are really hard. One is that you walk in and you can't really remember, like you see something and you're like, oh, that's really cute. And it's hard to remember, like I could actually wear that. That would fit on my body. My body could put that on. It wouldn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean that it would look good on me, but I could actually try it on. So there's that piece of it. And then there's the other piece, like I used to know that when I was heavy, I could wear that kind of boho chic sort of look. I could totally rock that. I have no idea what to wear now. I don't know what my body looks good in. Again, going back to that whole t-shirt and jeans, that's all I've had to wear for the last couple years as I've been losing the weight. And now I don't really know what to put on. It's freaky. I, I, um, yeah, I, I, I totally believe you now. And I'll admit, I was like, Oh, you know, I'm going to have so much fun. No, it, it is really hard because I mean, Tahari, it depends on what kind of Tahari, even Tahari, it depends on what kind I'm trying on now. Um, and I'm, and you sizes know, are inconsistent. Yes. And you, you remember when we went out eating and the first few times, well, still, every time we go out to eat, you're like, be comfortable with throwing crap away. You don't yeah. need to a, eat all the food or save all the food, which don't is... Don't save it. Just take what you want, eat it. You're worth mm-hmm. that and get rid of the rest. I have a hard time when I go shopping, not exploring everything that could potentially be in my size range. Because I'm so used to be able to do that. No, they're used to only be four racks. Right. And now there's 50 and I've got to learn. Sometimes it's okay. If I don't see and know all of it, I can just pick a few things and go try it on. And it's hard. It's weird. 
you were not kidding. And I should remember to always fucking listen to you. <laughs> Cause again, always right. I know. Of course. <laughs> I'm just stuck in my it's, routines. The thing that's really, the thing that was so surprising to me is as I got into the lower sizes, I thought, Oh, I'll be able to just buy anything. And I still can't just buy anything, but I find it hard to justify because of the t-shirt and jeans thing. I find it hard to justify buying something, but I have made a rule for myself that as I'm starting to purchase things, I will only purchase something if I put it on and I love it. Unless I just need something. Like when I went to my dad's funeral, I needed a dress. Didn't have to be amazing. I just fucking needed something. And I'm like, I need something by tomorrow. I have, let's see, it's this time of day. I have two hours to buy something. I better just go find something. So I went to Kohl's and I just bought whatever I could find. Didn't need to be super elegant. It didn't need to be super dressy. I just needed something decent and I bought something. It wasn't great. It's something I can wear again. It's not awesome, but basically if I'm really going to buy something because like maybe it's a shirt that I'm going to buy to wear out to dinner sometime. If it's not something I love, I'm not going to buy it. If I don't put it on and go, this is amazing. I'm not going to buy it because that's how you end up with 5 million things in your closet and you walk in and you go, I don't want to wear any of this. Yes. Which is, you know, what I had when I was heavier because if I saw something of my size and a brand I knew, I would just buy it because I didn't know if I'd ever seen anything like it again. Right. And um, yeah, now all of a sudden there's an abundance of choices and I don't know what fucking to do. So I like that rule. It has to be amazing or don't get it. Yeah. And you're going to do better if it's amazing and you spend more money on it than if you buy three things that are shitty, that are just good enough. Indeed. You know, wouldn't you rather buy like an incredible blazer. You buy this blazer that you put on and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm Wonder Woman in this blazer. I know I look rocking in this. I know that I can walk into a room and dominate in this blazer. Hell yeah. And this blazer is $300. Or you can go buy a blazer that's $75 that you feel okay in. And then you buy another blazer because you don't feel that great in the one blazer. So you don't really want to wear that. You want to find something you feel better in. You buy another $75 blazer mm. and then you buy another $75 blazer and yeah. none of them doing it. And you end up with three crappy blazers when you could have bought the one blazer that was $300 for just a little more money than you've already spent on the three blazers that you're never going to wear. Yeah. Smart. That's the way to smart shop. Yeah, well, you need to start thinking of that way because you personally have a hard time spending that kind of money on yourself, even though it's important to really rock something. When you put it on, you're like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I agree, yeah. And I've always had an issue spending too much money on a single item. Yeah, well, if it makes you feel amazing... Why wouldn't you do that? Because you know you're going to go try and find something that's almost as good as that, and it's never going to be as good. Which is incredibly true. Ah, it's all about prioritizing. It is. I know. It's just and that my... whole new body thing is 
Oh. The it's one thing here, though, the the difference here is you're not going back to that other body. I know. Isn't that awesome? I'm like, this time, yeah, maybe someday I'll put a little bit of weight on, but I'll never be as heavy as I used to be. And I love watching you try to get every single last drop out of that glass. Without the ice hitting me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awesome. delicious. I know. I'm very proud of this. This is yummy. Thank you. Yeah, I, I was surprised. So this drink I thought was going to taste because of the creme de violet. Thought it was going to taste like soap. But it does not. It it's, doesn't. It's a citrusy wonder. It is. It's just, I'm eventually going to get you into the Mama Rosa. Does it so. taste like soap? No, it doesn't. It tastes like you, how you think perfumes should taste. But that's a whole other... Yeah. It should taste like soap. We'll skip past that for now. Is um, it vodka? Because we could do vodka next week. Um, no, it's, it's, um, it's gin and, um, wild, uh, oh, it's the other one you sent me the recipe for. Yeah. Believe it or not, I just picked this one. Okay. Well, we can do gin in a couple months. Okay. Sounds good. Because I, I promise you it, it, it tastes way better than it sounds like, even though it's gin. Okay. Which, which I'm with you. Typical gin tastes like Christmas trees, but this particular gin I use is really, really good. Okay. But I digress. Horrifically. <laughs> That's a drink, by the way. There we go. For anybody who's paying attention, whenever she says, I digress, you take a shot. Yep. Wee. Because she says it all the time. <laughs> I have an issue. There's probably medication for that, but I don't want it. <laughs> There's probably medication for a lot of my issues, but I don't want it because uh, I'm medicated quite enough. I do take medication, but I'm medicated to enough where I feel just the side of normal, and that's good enough for me. Speaking of medication, did they mm -hmm. just legalize medical marijuana where you live? Yes, it is now legal in Missouri. That's and awesome. there there are um, John was actually noticing the other day that all of a sudden there are cannabis sh cannabis shops all over St. Louis, which is kind of hilarious. That's good. Yep. The funny thing is, I do too. Um, you know, my, uh, uh, I know someone who tried it once just to see if it would relieve her anxiety. And she's like, I actually slept that night without nightmares. So wow, that's amazing. I think I that's know. really beneficial. And I think it's beneficial for people with anxiety, for stress disorders, for chronic pain. I think it can be really beneficial for all of those things. At some point I'm going to try it. It's just, I do do random drug testing at my work. Not that I've ever been drug tested in the 20 plus years no, I've done this. But now that it's legal, if you have a prescription for it, it wouldn't be a problem. That's true. That's true. So, so there we go. <laughs> that was the double bird she just flew. It awesome. <laughs> I just flipped her off. Uh, you know, every once in a while I take a picture of my flip finger and text it to my daughter just to remind her where she stands. <laughs> I think that's important. I, really I do. I do it with all love, but you know, when she pisses me off, I do flip her off via text. It's, it's, oh yeah. And she always laughs and then it's all good. <laughs> oh my. But yeah, shopping is an issue. And there's, it's hard. there are too many, there are too damn many choice, choice. Oh my gosh. 
No, she's she already fucking... smashed. Dude, this is so bad. I gotta. Yeah. But there are too many choices in the size range, and I don't know what fucking to do with myself. I know. It's really hard, and, and like, even in the stuff that I buy, want to know what's cool, though? What? You can shop at thrift shops. Not, I actually bought some suits at thrift shops, and they're ones that are very waistline accentuating, because even when I was 300-odd pounds, I still had a waistline, which was just... She does. It's ridiculous. I'm a rectangle, and she's, like, an hourglass. I'm actually... I'm going to... I'm awful. I'm looking at my measurements real quick because um, I do have like, oh, it's not in PowerPoint. It's in Excel. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I pressed the lo- wrong product. But it's it's ridiculous. I have a, I've always had about anywhere from 10 to 12 inches between my hips, my bust, and my waist. Even, That's ridiculous. I know. Oh, even okay. when it was huge. I wore belts all the fucking time just because I'm like, damn it, I still have a waist. I want people to know it. I never I'm... wear belts because they poke me in the belly. Ah, I'm quite vain, so I suck it oh, up. Oh, that makes me think of something Millie told me one time. Back when she was little, she uh-huh. came into my room one time and she's like, you know what? I take deodorant and I put it on my belly because it makes me smell good. <laughs> awesome. Uh... totally unrelated but we said belly and it made me think of that and I thought it was hilarious that's okay I do I I just had to look and confirm I do still have 12 inches between my waist I don't have that I I I only have like 3 inches uh, but you got a rack no I don't now they're the when when you have them formed wherever you got them right now it's not in your hands but in your bra. long time ago I had a rack I don't have a rack anymore if I ever like if I could go see Dr. Nassif and Dr. Dubrow and just do like hey you guys how this surgery and now I've got all this loose skin and it's all hangy and nasty and be all wubba 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 <laughs> and show them and be like well you need to do a lift Dr. Dubrow could do a lift and he could like take care of my chin thing here. This weird little chin thing I got going on. How come you don't have that? I, I, I use um, tightening lotion like crazy on my chin all the fucking time. And actually I do kind of have that, yeah, which wakes me. I, it's, I sit here and I, I exercise my jaw and my chin all the time because I'm terrified my um, great aunt Ruth, I, I think I've told you this. She had a um, a goiter on her Ew. neck. What? And it was this big ball. <laughs> uh, and when I was a little kid, and I'm talking like five or six, we used to go to visit there all the time. And every saw every time I saw her, uh, I and saw she looked like a bullfrog. She was like Mitch McConnelling the hell out of that thing. That's so nasty. I know. She's way better than Mitch McConnell, even though she made me eat Ludafisk. It's still. There's, okay, there's four things in that sentence right there that are not okay. I, well, we'll concentrate on the goiter, sadly enough, but I used to have. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have nightmares every time we would come back from her house that I was yeah. sprouting goiters all over my body. So I'm like. If I even ever get the hint of a goiter, I actually have a neck neck exerciser with a spring, and I have used tightening lotion on that for years because I'm terrified of even the hint of a goiter. 
But goiter isn't caused from loose skin, you know. I know, but I'm just terrified. I know it's completely irrational. It's one of my many irrational fears. But I'm terrified of getting something like Aunt Ruth had. I, I can't even begin to describe how terrifying that whole concept is to me of having that thing on my neck. And that is the one thing that if I need plastic surgery, I will get it in 30 seconds flat to get rid of anything that I can't control with lotion or... I want the neck thing and I want... You know how my mom has those big pillows under her eyes? Your mom has... I, I want to curl up on them at night for a good night's sleep. Ew. Okay. <laughs> She would whisper weird ass shit into my ear all night. So that part wouldn't work. But the puffiness is just, yeah, that's no. Yeah. I'm totally joking. I would not want to snuggle your mom. That's good. I'd want to snuggle your mom as quickly as I'd want to snuggle a black mamba. I think that's similar. I agree. But yeah, I think that, um, no, I just think. No, I just want those things. I'm afraid I'm going to get those pillows under my eyes, those giant bags under my eyes. I don't want that. Um, Mitch, by the way, I don't notice anything under your neck. Thanks. I notice it all the time. But if you want, I will send you a picture of my neck exerciser so you can use it. I'm afraid of it. (laughs) Really? And you know what? Actually, since my brain surgery, so... I had brain surgery and I know we kind of have touched on that and this is sort of not related, but it's pertinent right this minute. So (laughs) with my, with my brain surgery, when they go in and they open up your skull, they have to cut through a couple of muscles that are on the side and the muscles actually feed through your jaw and they open your jaw. And so one of the things that happens is they kind of will atrophy, which is why this part of my head has a little bit of a, concaveness to it that this side doesn't have the other aspect of that is i can only open my mouth that far poor t i know well thank you all about angle (laughs) e for explicit yeah (laughs) anyway (laughs) you'll have to put that on there yeah anyway so um Anything that's like, if it's about opening your mouth or like moving around like that, I won't be able to do it. So I just, for the first time a few weeks ago, went to a restaurant called Crown Candy in St. Louis, which I did not quite realize. I've really been craving BLTs lately. Mm -hmm. I think mostly for the lettuce and tomato, although the bacon obviously makes it. But I had no idea that at Crown Candy, when you order a BLT, they give you a BLT where they cook pretty much an entire packet of bacon. Yum. That's uh, not. I got one fourth of the way through that sandwich. I never could finish it. That's okay. But yeah, the thing was so thick, there's no way you'd ever be able to eat it unless you'd like just cut most of the bacon out of it. I'd have to take it. it apart. Yeah, I'd yeah. have to take it apart. Yeah. Pretty much that's how I am with a lot of things that are, oh, goodness. That said, Crown Candy was fucking phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. Oh, anyway, I digress. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we have a couple places here in in Dallas that have things like that that are like, we have the biggest sandwiches in Dallas. And I'm like, that's not helpful to me. (laughs) 
I still come back to that. I'm wasting money. Shit. It drives me crazy. I can't open my mouth that far and I can only eat four bites. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to try to bring us back on topic, although I don't know. Anyone who's listened to the fifth episode probably doesn't give a shit if we stay on topic anymore because they're. We don't really do that. It's no. Not style. Yeah. We are getting better, though, I think, as time goes on. We do better. We do better, and it will get better still. But I am gonna, I am gonna go back on the one thing because one thing I'm very grateful for you doing is um, one time we both went to, we just decided to go to Kansas City and the Plaza. Yeah. And we went to a store there, and Jillian dragged me into the store and said, "You are trying something on here," and I was all, "I can't wear things here." She's like, "No, you're coming in here." <laughs> And she got me to try on a wrap dress, which I always look great in wrap dresses, because again, I got the waist and I'm my mother's my mother is to thank for that because she had the nineteen fifties quintessential hourglass figure. No wonder she had boy men crawling out of the woodwork clawing at her. Um but um I tried it on and I was all, This is an extra large and I can wear it and I actually look good. It was so I remember. It was an exciting moment. It was a mind-blowing moment for you. I think you had another one of those when we went shopping this last time. We did, because you got me to buy a size medium sweater, which I'm still in, like, what the hell? I own a medium. And a large blouse. I know. I'm not used to anything without an X or 7 in front of it. It's just weird. Isn't that fun? It's amazing. And you just have to have... You just have to have the courage to try it. Yeah. Have you noticed that just not even just with the weight loss and everything, but are you wearing different things at middle age than you were when we were in? Yeah, of course. Because I'm older. I mean, the same type of things. I don't want to be that trying too hard mommy. When we went to the Rolling Stones concert back in Kansas City, we got really okay. So we got we what year was that? amazing tickets. Um, just a couple years ago. Okay, I was I was still fat. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but it was a couple years ago, and we went to Rolling Stones concert, and I had I pushed for floor tickets. Right? Nice, but they were the very very back row like literally the very back row. And it was at the stadium. It was at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Oh. So it was like as far back as you could get. But whatever, we're still on the floor. Um, okay. We get there, and we were in like row JJ, whatever. Get there, and there is no row JJ. <laughs> so oh. we're all, oh, what's going on? <laughs> so we took our tickets to the guy that was like the usher dude and he's like oh go so see those two ladies over there so we went to see those two ladies over there and they said oh you've been upgraded we eliminated row jj and so you get an upgrade so they upgraded us and we got to go in the front half of the stadium (gasps) on the floor we were literally like 20 feet away from the place where the stage comes all the way out like where mick jagger would come all the way out and like we were so close oh we had these amazing seats like what this is incredible couldn't believe it such luck wow but while we were up there we got to see the most incredible 
what the fuck are you wearing? You're way too old to look like that. You know, <laughs> these women who were in their late forties, early fifties, and they had on like flower headbands and they're wearing like their Coachella outfits. And I'm like, okay, first of all, this is Kansas city. Second of all, <laughs> you're not 22. Third, what the fuck is wrong with you? So it made me even more acutely aware of that trying too hard mommy, you know, with the, the mommies that you see in the carpool van that are wearing their daughter's jeans and they've got the like sandal boots on and then they're wearing the t-shirt and the ripped t-shirt and it's like tied in a knot in the side and they've got the highlights in their hair and you're like, no, sweetie, no. Not the I want to see the manager highlights. No, no, no. Not the I want to see the man. They get the long hair and they've got it like spiral curled. So it looks like they're, you know, beachy waves and like they're trying to look like they're 22. And if you see them from the back, maybe they look like they're 22. Wow. But when you, they turn around and you see their face, you're like, oh, God, no. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Dude. Oh. And, you know, on one hand, good for them for feeling comfortable in their own skin. But on the other hand, you need to recognize that you have to grow up a little bit. You can't wear that same stuff. You can still look amazing and sexy and awesome without looking like you're trying to look 22. There's an age appropriate. And that kind of goes with last week's topic about what is okay to wear at this age. Mm. You don't want to dress like you're going to Coachella. You have to get a little bit more, I mean, you don't want to look like an old lady. It, it's kind of like, I mean, for me, uh, John calls it mutton dresses lamb, um, which it's a very British expression. It's a super old British thing to say. Yeah. But it kind of reminds me of, and I love the show Beverly Hillbillies growing up, mostly because granny was my grandma. Oh, my okay. Only granny was nicer. Um, oh, but the whole, I'm going to die thing was totally, and she never did, not for like, ever. Until she was 96. Yeah. Um, but uh, I always felt bad for the girl who played the daughter, who I've had apparently enough to drink now. I can't remember her name. Ellie May. Ellie May. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> you're always right. Um, she, <laughs> she, I, I loved her and I loved the actress and I, you know, she stuck with the iconic hairdo her entire yeah. life. Yeah. But at some point I'm like, you know, you can just be yourself at this age without having to hang on to the Ellie Mae thing. Right. Yeah. And I don't mean yeah. to dog Ellie Mae at all, because huh. if that's how she was comfortable, more power to her. But that would not be how I was comfortable. I would never go back to my 80s perm. Or I would never Thank go God. by. Yeah, I know. That was a massive fucking mistake. Um, and I would never even go back to some of the stuff I did in the... Um, uh, I would never go back to the Rachel either, which I looked great in the Rachel, I think. Everybody did. That's kind of why it was so popular. That's true. It was a but style would, that worked on everybody. Right. But I'd never go back to that at this stage in my life because I'd look goofy because it's not the 90s anymore. Right. Um. I totally forgot where the hell I was going with this. Well, dressing your age. Yeah. So at some point, you know, you, there's dressing your age and there's also just dressing with the age. Yeah. I, 
And I think, you know, if you're clinging to stuff from the 90s because you looked really good in the 90s or clinging to stuff from the 80s because you looked really good in the 80s, you might want to wake up a bit. There might be stuff in the 2010s that still completely suits you. I saw a lady at Target the other day and she had feathered hair, not new feathered hair, not like the new like retro style feathered hair. I mean, like this was left over from the 70s feathered hair. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, there was a lady who used to sell real estate. I sold real estate for a couple of years. There was a lady who used to sell real estate. She had this like bleach, bleach, bleach blonde hair. And she always had dark roots. And she would wear her hair kind of straight down with like this curl that went around from like started at her forehead. And it like sort of did this like tube that went around from her forehead all the way around her head, like kind of curled up. It was very 80s, like this sort of tube. It was very... Like the mom, like the mom on the Goldbergs. Yes. Yeah. Which looks hilarious in the show. It looks awesome in the show. Yeah. Well, it's very, you know, seventies look. She wore her hair like that. And one time someplace she went, she got kind of a makeover and she looked incredible. She looks amazing. and, And she was a very pretty lady. She was thin and she had a nice body and she was really could be very stylish she got this makeover and she looked amazing and they did her hair in like a it was still blonde but it was a little bit more of a golden blonde instead of this like all one color bleach blonde with dark roots it was a little more golden blonde and it was sort of softer and it was still you know very feminine and all of that and she kept it that way for like two months and like almost instantly went back to the tube and I was like, whoa, you look so much better. Oh, like, I don't know that if I were buying real estate and this 70s person came to pick me up, I'd be like, whoa. I don't know. Man. Is there some styles that are timeless? That wasn't Feath- it. Feathering is not one of them. No. I mean, I mean, there's a big difference between retro and vintage and starring in a movie set in that time period with all the ridiculousness included. Yeah. There's the difference between like the, the nouveau version of it. Like I'm, I'm starting this new look of feathering my hair. And then there's like, I'm still feathering my hair. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's a huge difference. It was, it was still feathered. Wow. And when you see somebody like that, you just go, wow. Oh, and I think I sent you this picture. I took a picture of a lady the other day at the, at a restaurant and she was like very stand by your man, Tammy Wynette kind of <laughs> look. She had like that big old giant hair. Maybe I didn't send it to you. No, it was I don't. Restaurant so. that I took you to that Mexican place that had <gasps> restaurant foamy drinks. Oh, the foamy drinks. Oh my Lord. Those were amazing. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking at my text because I don't remember this picture. It's just a long time ago. Let me see. If I didn't, I'll send it to you now. Okay, thank you. Because it was incredible. Because one thing I love about my mom, um, I'm 81 years old. She always, ever since, okay, but I guess I should back up a little bit. There was an incident which... Um, when I was 21, when I was uh, kidnapped, carjacked, and all that crap, and we'll mom, yeah, we'll make that its 
you know, what make trauma its own episode? Um, yeah. Yeah. Good episode. Trauma would be a good episode. Um, but mom like came up and her license was about to expire when that happens while she was in this Midwestern capital city that held the amenities. She decided to upgrade her license while she did that. Uh, so this would have been in like 1993. She looked at her picture in the license and went, holy shit, I look like your grandmother. And um, immediately changed her hair. That's when mm-hmm. she grew it out to a bob. So there are styles like a bob. And right now my mom has a pixie. Aw. that are her hair like yours. It was so cute. And she looks adorable with a pixie. So I bet she does. There are some... Um, some hairstyles that are classic, but you know, like the short permed helmet hair is not one of them. No, no. So you got to watch out for that. But if you have a hairstyle that you like, that's a classic damn straight, go for it. I mean, okay, let's be honest. If you look like Dita Von Tees and you want to do your hair like it's the fifties, fucking go for it. Cause you're going to look phenomenal. That's a little different though. That's like retro fifties, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a look, it's a, um, a style and a look and a work on it type of thing. Oh my Lord. That is so Tammy Wynette. And you should not right. wear that when you're not on a stage. Yeah, she was, this lady was not on a stage. And those, yeah. are, those are not real eyelashes either. Not even remotely. It's okay. No, I don't but... wear real eyelashes. I know, but yours aren't like I'm on a stage performing for a crowd, so I need to make them big eyelashes either. Damn. Yeah. Well, at least she didn't have the can I talk to the manager haircut. That's true, which I had for a while until you said, do you realize what you look like? And I'm like, oh, shit. And I changed it. <laughs> I sent her a picture of Kate Goslin. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, Gina thought she was all that. And I'm like, you know what you, your hair looks like, right? She's like, but it's all kicky in the back. I like it because it's all spiky and kicky. I'm like, no, no. Uh, that's our family picture, too. We need to up fucking update just that the, this summer. Just the, the word kicky. If you have to say, I look kicky, no. Oh, lordy. I'm learning. I'm still a work in progress. Aw. That's so hard for me. (laughs) (laughs) It puts a fucking huge burden on you. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, You know what, though? The jacket I wore in our official family photo still fits and legitimately still works because it's like a black riding jacket. Please tell me that still works. A riding jacket? Riding what? Horses? Do you ride horses? I used to. Where do you do you wear it when you ride horses? I wear it when I go to work. Do you ride horses at work? I do not ride horses at work. So maybe I should get rid of the riding jacket? Maybe. It looks so pretty, though. It's very fitted right to the waist, and then it flounces. I should get rid of it. Oh, shit. So so obviously Jillian is the one you should all be listening to, as always. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> as part of the always part of the podcast, always right. Yeah, I'm I'm just the never. I'm the never floating out in the never. What made you think to buy a riding jacket? Well, in 2005, it looked really fucking awesome. Do you know and that was 14 years ago? What else do you have in your closet that's 14 years old? Things, <laughs> things I'm apparently going to give to Goodwill soon. <laughs> I feel like that's probably safe. Okay. I Will you come, there, like... Uh, okay, so again, like we were just talking about... Things that are classic can always be uh, like a, you know, like a bob haircut, but things that were stylish at one point, like feathered hair or riding jackets for everyday wear. I, I, I still think it's a pretty jacket. I but don't I'm, think that. I'm an object lesson. That's my life to be the object I lesson. That. I know you think that. It's okay that you think that. Okay. Well, maybe it's not okay that you think that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay that, in, in principle, it's okay that you think that. As long as, you know, if, if it's important to you to keep that, um, you know, let's go Marie Kondo on that. Does it spark joy? I'm beginning to wonder if it's inappropriate, Joy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Does it, when you put that on, do you feel um, like you could go in and kick everybody's ass? I do. Yeah, really? Really. I okay. really do. Okay. Okay. But I'm wondering if I should now. <laughs> like if you wore that to a, to a hearing, would you feel appropriate? Until now. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I How about I take a picture of it and show it to you and get approval? I've seen it in the pictures already. Oh. I've seen your family pictures. Okay. I should ditch it. From huh? 14 years ago? Yeah. Well, I guess technically 2009. 10 years ago? Yeah. Okay. I'll put it in the bin. That's a good call. Okay. So live action, real time lessons <laughs> right here. I, I just think that anything that's super stylized, you know, mm. classic pieces, classically cut, you know, beautifully tailored, that sort of thing. I think if you want to put that on and take some pictures of it and send it to me, you can do that. And I'll, and I'll weigh in on that. I'd be happy to do that for you. Yeah. I don't expect anything really amazing to happen to come out of this, but yeah. I'm happy to reconsider, you yeah. know, because there's no guarantee that it's a hundred percent inappropriate just because it's super old. Yeah. Like, super old isn't bad. Vintage can be cool. It's almost 20. 25 makes it antique. True. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Seriously? Uh-huh. That's terrifying. Um, 
You know, if I could, and I don't think I'll ever be able to wear it because my mom was like this tiny little package of hourglass joy in the 50s, but she still has this dress from 1957 mm-hmm. that if I could ever wear it, I would wear it in a fucking heartbeat because it yellow, vintage, waist flattering, boob flattering awesomeness. It's awesome. It is See, and that's real. cool. Vintage stuff is fine. And, you know, maybe the riding jacket in the right situation with the right things could be usable. What do you wear it with? Um, long, skinny pants and heels, usually. Oh, my Lord, I'm getting such a look right now. <laughs> Okay. I'll have to see it. Okay, fair enough. Um, there we go. And this is what life is like on a daily basis with Jillian. <laughs> like, really? Of course, the thing is, I can totally dress you and tell you what's appropriate for you to wear, and I have zero idea what's appropriate for me. Because, again, T-shirt and jeans. Okay, so I realize I need to get rid of my jacket. Yeah, um, maybe. Well... We won't be super hasty. Let's check it out. I will look at a picture of you in it and see. I feel like it's probably destined to get rid of. Okay. Fair enough. But this is why I love being friends with you because you set me straight. And when I'm wearing something ridiculous, you will go, you're ridiculous. Um, yeah. How about how about you not be ridiculous? And then... <laughs> And then I get taken more seriously at work and it all works out very well. I think it's important that you, uh, you know, uh, again, we've talked about the dressing for the job you want. And if that means looking modern and not like you come from the 1800s, then that's probably what you want to do. Oh, there goes my steampunk cosplay at work. Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah, you should probably skip that. Yeah. The one thing I've noticed, you know, so I have a nose piercing and I have tattoos that are visible and I have things that wouldn't work for your career. But in my career, in my company, I think they're completely fine. And I do believe that as time goes on, though, it may become... Something, if I left my company, I may have issues with it, which I don't really think that's going to happen, but I suppose, you know, I don't imagine that anybody knows for sure. Mm. So, although I'd be shocked if you left your current company, because it's been pretty, it's been a hell of a great fit. It has been, it has been a great fit. And I think there's still room for growth for me. I have a couple more steps that I'd like to make. And I think the next level above where I am now um, is kind of where I'd like to escalate to and maybe just ride it out there. Mm. (laughs) I'd be cool with that, riding it out there, maybe doing some extra experiences in some other areas, but ride it out at that level until I'm ready to retire because I'm going to be what am I like 15 years out from retirement, 20 years out from retirement? Not wow. so bad. Yeah. I'm like old. 
It's it's weird. It, you know, my sister can already technically retire. What? Yeah, it's your sister sixty five. No, but she's oh. got enough um, state she's time vested. that she's well vested. So wow. But she's got a kid in grad grad school, so she, that's ridiculous. Fuck! I swear I could talk two hours ago. Um, well, but you understood. Drink two drinks two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, but you understood all that, right? So we're good. I uh, did. I understood exactly what you said. Thank you. I appreciate that. You interpret you interpret my fashion and my drunken Words. rambles. And you say things. <laughs> Yay! And things I say what with words. Yay! Words are my tools. Oh no! Awesome! Oh my lord! This is why I, you know, I did my German homework once drunk when I was in college, and it was incoherent the next day, and I panicked. But that's a whole other. So anyway, oh, do you want to real quickly hear the pintos and cheese at my uh, prom story? Yes. So I never had a date for prom. Shocker, I know. So pintos and cheese was your rate was your date for prom? I know. I went with one of my friends to prom. I was a senior and she was a junior, and we just went together. And afterwards, a whole group of us went to Taco Bell after the prom was over. Because as you do in small town nothingness, and um, I my favorite thing at Taco Bell even then was pintos and cheese. So I got like two orders of it and just went to town. It was great. In my green, in my metallic green strapless short prom dress. Because I was, wore a green dress to one of my proms. Awesome. There we go. I bet you had dates to prom because you're cool. I did have a date. I did have a date. Yeah, I never had a prom date. To any of your proms? Nope, not a one. Wow. I even had a boyfriend for the second one, but his parents were really, really strict and didn't believe in dancing. Did you so. go to Did you go to prom at Footloose Town? <laughs> <laughs> All but. Oh, oh my goodness. What was great is I went to prom. I shit you not on a riverboat, and a couple people got drunk beforehand. And um, the riverboat like hit the dock as it was taking off and all the plates fell off the uh, buffet line table, as did one of the football players who had gotten severely drunk beforehand. And he had to spend the rest of the prom in the pilot's cabin of the boat while his prom date sat there staring at everyone because she we didn't know her very well. Wow. It was something. So I went to prom in Michigan and one of the proms I went to wasn't mine. It was somebody else's and it was in a small town closer to Detroit. And so their prom was actually held in a hotel kind of by Detroit. I don't remember exactly where it was, but their band sucked really, really bad. Oh no. Horrible. And it just happened that another band was staying at the hotel because they were playing a concert in Detroit, which was like 30 minutes away. So like you wouldn't think they'd be staying at this hotel, but they were. Apparently they like to stay away from the place. So they transport themselves in, whatever. So they heard this band playing and were like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) 
went down and asked what was going on and the people were like oh it's a prom so they came and asked the prom sponsor people like the grown-ups at the prom if they could play instead and the grown-ups were like uh, yeah so zz top played at that prom. holy shit are you kidding me yeah it was so cool oh my gosh that's killer i got home and i was like oh my god you wouldn't believe it zz top played at their prom and that's what that's insane it was it was a prom of a guy i met at band camp <laughs> oh, that's awesome okay technically it was fine arts camp but you know it was band it was, camp. it was band camp i wasn't there for band i was there for orchestra oh because you and your cello i was playing bass back then oh even cooler that's how old. I, I played clarinet until my jaw crapped out when I when I was fifteen, which is no. a long story how that okay, you know how I'm clumsy. Poor John. <laughs> Poor John. Well, it's better now. But um <laughs> but nice call back to the earlier joke. I appreciate that immensely. Um but I actually crapped my jaw out because I was trying to jump over something and my over a bench in the in the gym locker room and my feet hooked on the bench as I was jumping and I landed face first uh, on the uh, concrete outside the bench and they actually wouldn't let me move for a while because they weren't sure if I completely fucked up my back and I did have to go to physical therapy for my back for a while but I also knocked my jaw out of place and that's one of the reasons why I have TMJ now among other things but um, my jaw locked up and so I not only had to have back therapy, but I had to wear this splint in my mouth because my jaw wouldn't open past so far. And it was oh, a giant no. train wreck. Um, but until then I played clarinet. I remembered where I started this story. It took me a minute. Um, but they told me I had to quit playing clarinet because it shoved my jaw backwards and they needed me to try to j- bring my jaw forward as much as possible to help with the therapy. So I went to my band teacher because I loved band so much. And I went to my band teacher and said, is there something I can play aside from clarinet? And her answer was, well, you have big lips and long arms. Why don't you play the trombone? So I did. And I really liked it. And I was actually kind of good at it. Big lips and long arms was the criteria? Apparently. Okay. It worked. I was good at it. I played a Bach piece at State and got a two after only playing for one year. (laughs) Well, that's not so bad. I know, right? Millie was playing the clarinet for a while, but then with her Tourette's, she couldn't do it. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, she didn't like it so much. When we got here, she loved playing when we were in back home. But when we moved down here, um, they put her in a band and she's like, it's too hard. It's too hard. So we went to the band parents meeting and all these other band parents are like, how do I get my kid into the highest level band? How do we get our kid into this band? And how do we get our kid into this band? I'm like, is there a lower band we can get into? <laughs> is there an easier band? Because this band's too hard. Oh my gosh. Okay. Like, we want our kid to have private lessons every day at school. We want our kid to have this and all this other stuff. And yeah, no, that's not what we did. No. We, no. we got her into the lowest band she could possibly be in at the grade that she was in. And then she ended up having to not be in band anymore because she couldn't play the clarinet because she kept ticking. Oh, no. Poor, poor Millie. And ticks and 
verbal tics. So, you know, she'd be playing Bannon in the middle of it. She'd yell, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I used to do that, but for entirely other reasons. (laughs) Yeah. Different. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Poor Millie. So I think we've talked a lot about (laughs) dressing our bodies, the new bodies that we have, which is really different than our old bodies. They're so confusing. It is confusing. And we'll probably touch on this again. It's like being at a Vegas buffet and knowing you can only really eat two items. No, I don't think so. I think I'm, it's more like I think it's more like being at a Vegas buffet knowing that you can eat everything but not knowing how to dish it up. That's better. Not having any utensils or something. I don't know. It's really hard. It's just very confusing. Like not knowing how to get to it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like having a buffet analogy and not ho- knowing how to properly implement it. Well, it's definitely a buffet, that's for sure. Yes, and it's the biggest. But when you were here and we got to go try on those fancy dresses. That was cool. But you know what drove me nuts and I didn't say it at the time? What? There were so many racks of things we never looked at. Yeah. Yeah. And- that's what's stupefying about the entire thing. Yep. Well, we could have looked at them, but we had other things to do. Yeah. I think you have to start prioritizing. Mm. Yes, I do. So. Or don't shop unless you're with me. I think that's the safest response right now because apparently yep. I'm not good at it. We'll just don't <laughs> buy another riding jacket. That's all. <laughs> And this is why I let her style me because she's those, so much better at it than I am. Literally haven't been in style since like 1984. Holy shit! Oh, but I look good in my family picture, didn't I? I did have the Kate Goslin hair and a riding jacket. That's probably my answer right there. I think that's probably it. Damn it! I try so hard. I fail a lot. You know, though, it wasn't for what it was. It was okay. Okay. You know? I'll cling to that. You did good. Remember that one red dress you had when we went to Vegas before you got married? (gasps) Oh, the red dress. You picked that one out. I did, didn't I? Yes, you did. And it looked pretty kick-ass. So every once in a while I get it. Even a stopwatch is twice... Even a stopwatch is right twice a day. Try again. Even a stopwatch is right twice a day. There you go. Oh, that was way too fucking hard. Um, But that red dress was pretty kick-ass. But again, it was kind of a classic style, wasn't it? There you go. I think that's what you cling to. I think classic styles is your thing. And you can go if you like that kind of retro look, if you like that vintagey look, if you like that. I mean, it suits your kind of aesthetic. So Mm -hmm. if you want to go with that, you can go with that, but you just have to manage it. Be smart about it. Yeah. You know, look at the way... Look at the kind of things they wore like in the 50s, like the really cool looking sweater with the short sleeves and the pencil skirt. You can rock that. I could. You could totally rock that. That would look amazing on you. 
It does not entail anything that anybody wore in the 80s. Good point. No members only jackets. Gotcha. Please no members only jackets. <laughs> the first time I saw that those were back, I was like, what happened? Oh, no. It's, um, it's terrifying. I, I, we went to the zoo today and I was just in shock. I, I saw a girl in high-waisted jeans with a belt with a sweatshirt that had bright neon print on it tucked into the high-waisted jeans. Did you feel like she was making good choices? No, I did not. I felt like she was very 1987 and it really disturbed me. All right. But she didn't have a perm. (laughs) I'll give her credit, no perm. Oh, okay. Well, that's good anyway. But the rest was very like, you you need to peg those jeans if you're going to go all in, go fucking all in. Were they acid wash? Yeah. Were they? They were acid washed. Nice. I know. It was, it was terrifying because there are some things that should just not repeat themselves. Oh yeah. The neon thing that's back now. That's (sighs) no. And even if it was okay, if you're 18 or 20, it's not okay. If you're our age. Yeah. Cause we've been through it once and we should know better by now. That's the thing. If you've been through it once and it was popular before, just cause you hung on to it doesn't mean it's going to be okay to wear it again. Mm. It just yes. means you should have gotten rid of it sooner. There we go. Okay. My daughter could probably get away with wearing my prom dress, but I shouldn't. Yeah, there you go. And even, even then I don't, I don't feel like Nina should wear that. Yeah. I know, not the metallic green one. The pink one, because it was very 1950s tea length, probably would have worked. Mm, I'm still going to go with no. Okay. 1950s tea length, maybe, but I'm guessing from the bottom of the skirt, everything from there up looks 80s. Actually, it was very, it was very 50s. It was all, there was no floof or bordello curtain look to it at all. It was all Did straight. Did shoulders? No, it was strapless. Okay. It was strapless, pink brush satin, but not like an obnoxious pink, like a very pale pink. Okay. Um, so she could probably do that one, but not the metallic green bordello curtain skirt. No, no short curtains. Ones. No, no curtains. curtains. No curtains. Even then, mom used to look at those dresses and go, that looks like a bordello room curtain. She wasn't wrong. I know. I I did not give my mom enough credit. She really was smart. She's a smart lady, your mom. She she is. She definitely is. The minute she realized she needed to grow out the grandma cut, she grew out the grandma cut. That's something like a lot of old ladies don't realize that my mother is still rocking the braids because she wasn't able to wear braids when she was little. So she's got hair down to her, you know, mid arm and decided to just braid it and whatever. Of course, her hair is still bright red. Like, Go figure that. She's 80 years old and she still has red hair. That's natural? Yeah. I assume she was dying it. No, no. That's her natural hair. Wow. I'm kind of impressed. Don't be. She wishes it wasn't like that. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. I guess I wish I was getting salt and pepper now, so I shouldn't. uh... But no, my mom's hair went, my mom's hair 
Oh, fuck me. My mom's hair started going Rex Morgan MD, salt and pepper. Very cool. I know. She hairs like that. It's salt and pepper on the sides. That's so cool. awesome. I know, right? I've been noticing some like stuff at my roots. Like I let my roots grow out until just recently. And uh, I've definitely got some white coming in, but not very much. I'm like, that sucks. I'm very excited, actually, because I haven't colored my hair in a long time. Uh-huh. I'm noticing some white hairs starting to come in at the temples. So I'm very hoping cool. I, I'm hoping I do the Rex Morgan thing like mom did. That'd be neat. Yeah. I can start there and then just let it overtake my head slowly. Yeah. I'd be good with that. Heck yeah. Although mom did it 20 years before I did. But, that's, you know. That's my, my grandma had like beautiful white hair. And her hair started out the color of mine, but hers was like white by the time she was 50. And I'm almost there. And unless just like TikTok, motherfucker, let's get this done. <laughs> no. Um, now, mom's is all white now, which is looks very cute in her pixie cut. I bet. So, Your mom's yeah. adorbs. My mom is adorbs. And she's so like huggy and awesome. And nice. Your mom's so nice. I know. I tell you what, anyone who needs a mom, anyone whose mom kind of sucks, just go hug my mom. She'll instantly make you feel soothed and better and happy and loved. She's a good person. Your mom is a very good person. She really is. I so fucking lucked out. You did. I did. You did. Which I needed because I'm a giant ball of anxiety. So (laughs) You are. Having a soothing mom was a real benefit growing up. (laughs) So I think that's good. Now, I think it's one of the reasons I like you. You're also soothing. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what you think I'm soothing? I'm soothing to you? Okay. <laughs> I find blunt soothing. I don't think anybody's ever said that to me before, that I was soothing. But all right, I'll take that. That's new, but cool. <laughs> right on. I'll take soothing. Enjoy it. <laughs> Take it and enjoy it. Well, okay. And on that soothing note, I think we should probably end this episode of Uh, Always Never Right. I am Jillian Farrell. And I am Gina Biggs. Thank you for tuning in with us tonight. We hope you'll tune in with us again next week. I know, because we'll come up with something fun to talk about and some awesome to drink. Yes, we're going to have vodka drinks again, so enjoy. Have a great week. And we are always, no, wait, you have to say always because I'm never. We are always. (laughs) Never. Right.